All right. Welcome to our uh, year-long study of the New Testament. We're on day 85, and this is uh, on Hebrews chapter 6. And today's chapter talks about, among other things, uh, the fact that we can choose to turn away from God. There, there, <clears throat> there is a choice there. Um, and there's a lot offered to us. Um, you know, the most valuable things in the world are offered to us by God, but we can choose to turn away. And the writer encourages us also in this chapter to keep loving others and to be patient to receive all of the blessings that God has for us. The writer also reminds us that God is trustworthy. God can't lie, and if he makes a promise to us, it's as good as gold. It, it is reliable. I'll go ahead and read verses 1 through 3 um, in Hebrews chapter 6. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. You don't need further instruction about baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And so, God willing, we will move forward to further understanding. So that's the first three verses. And I like the way it mentions further understanding because we know the basic teachings of the faith if you have spent time reading the Bible or going to a good church. Sometimes it's not really a matter of knowing what we need to know. Sometimes we need to act on what we already know by being faithful, by being responsive, taking action. But then verse 3 talks about how we can move to further understanding. So even though there are things that God has made clear to us that require our response and our obedience, life is also a process, a journey toward greater maturity and greater understanding. I'm going to read a few more verses, starting with verse 11 until the end of the chapter. Okay, verse 11. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. For example, there was God's promise to Abraham. Since there was no one greater to swear by, God took an oath in his own name, saying, I will certainly bless you, and I will multiply your descendants beyond number. Then Abraham waited patiently, and he received what God had promised. Now when people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it. And without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath, so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies 
before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through, through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. So, after reading that, we are reminded that God's word is reliable, unchangeable, that it is a great anchor for our souls that we can put all of our trust in. We are also reminded of the work that Jesus did while he was on the earth as a sacrifice for us. So as I think a little bit about this today, I think about the hope we have. So my question to you is, what do you hope for? I I know it's probably a little bit different for each of us. I know that I am hopeful for the abundant life that God has in store for me and for my wife and for my kids. We can feel God's love now in tangible ways here on earth. How much more will we be able to feel that when we are with God in heaven? And I'm also hopeful to continue to become more and more like Christ as I get away from doing things that are selfish and focus more on what I can do for others. That process of becoming more spiritually mature and less selfish, I'm sure that is a slow process for me because I know I'm still selfish, but I do have hope for that, and I have, and I have faith that God is moving all Christ followers, including me, including you, toward that type of thinking and toward that approach to life where we slowly begin to realize and understand that it's not about us if we want to truly live the life that God wants for us. Hope that's helpful today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for um, the book of Hebrews. Thank you for chapter 6 and the reminders that are in there about the great promise that you've made to us and about the work that Jesus did for us sacrificially. Thank you for the hope of eternal life that we have through Jesus, and just thank you for um, the abundant life that we can all live as we get closer and closer to you, because that closeness to you, Lord, we know is what gives us the most abundant life possible. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.